I want to share with you a beautiful idea that came to me today. I'd like to share with you a midrash. It's a midrash in Shirashim. A well-known midrash. But a very puzzling one. Let's listen to the midrash and I'm sure you'll have the questions yourself. And the midrash talked about a couple who had been married for 10 years. Happily married. But unfortunately they hadn't been blessed with children. The Mishnah says in Yavamas that if a couple have been married for 10 years without children, they should separate, they should look to marry other people. Perhaps that that's will be zeichah to a child. Perhaps with this partner, a person won't be zeichah, with a different wife or a different husband, one would. And therefore, in the course of the Midrash, this couple came to Hashem by Yechai tell us what to do. They've been married for 10 years to their children. And if Hashem by Yechai says it's true, that Achir is they should get divorced, look to marry a different husband, a different wife. But Hashem by Yechai tells them, but you know the way you got married. You threw a big party, there was a big set of mitzvah at the wedding. You should get divorced the same way. Make a big soda. And that's why you should say goodbye to each other. Okay, that's what the couple do. Prepare a festive meal. They're sitting together at the table. The husband thanks the wife for ten beautiful years of marriage. And he says, I know you're leaving me to go back to your parents' home. Please, whatever you want of mine, whatever is the most important thing in this house, take back with you to your house. You can have it as a gift. The meal continues, there's also alcohol, and in the end, he's drunk a bit too much, he falls asleep. And the major says that as soon as he's asleep, his wife finds two workmen, and she says to pick up the bed that my husband's sleeping in, and carry, carry it together with him to my father's house. That's what happens. Two workmen host him up, carry him to his, the lady's parents' house, put him, put him down in the room there. The man wakes up in the morning in unfamiliar surroundings. Where am I? He might have had hangovers before, but he never imagined waking up in his friend's house. And that's where he finds himself to be. What's going on? What am I doing here? So the lady says to him, he told me that I could take the thing I wanted most from your house back home with me. So I decided that I wanted you. Well, the Midrash finishes that the couple go back to Hashem Yechai and he davens for them to have a child. It's a very strange Midrash. It's a very strange Midrash for a number of reasons. The first question I think all of you are thinking, was the first question which came to me, is if Rabbi Shemba Yechai was able to daven for them to have a child, why didn't he do it the first time they came? 
When they came to the Torah, they'd be married for 10 years without children. Why then didn't he daven for them? That's the first question. The second question, which I think you'd all be thinking as well, since when do we have making a party to get divorced? It's a tragedy. Especially since, as we see from the story, they were close to each other. And the fact that they now have to part ways, part company, it's tragic. It's not something to make a party about. What was Hashim what was by Yechai's idea that they should make a party to celebrate, so to speak, that they separated? And lastly, what was the lady thinking? They decided that they were going to get divorced because they've been married for 10 years. Unfortunately, without children. So what was the point of taking her husband back with her? Like I said, it's a strange marriage. I'd like to suggest uh, understanding to this marriage. Based on the principle which we find in the Mephoshim already. And the principle is, if a person wants his tefillahs to be answered, what's the best way to daven? What's the best way to daven that Hashem is most likely to accept the tefillah? And the answer is, if a person is going to daven for something that he doesn't have, something that he wants, that hasn't been blessed with, it could be a Kaddish Baruch will give it to him, but it might be there's a reason why not. He may be Zecha, he may not be Zecha. But is another kind of Tefillah too. And that is, if a person davens for something Hashem's already given him, For something he already is merited to have. And his Twitter is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I appreciate what you gave me so much. Please don't take it away from me. That's a different kind of Twitter. That's a Twitter which is much more likely to get accepted. It's something Hashem's already decided to give the person. And if the way a person recognizes that with gratitude, and with a Twitter, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, don't take it away from me. Please leave the bracha by me, so to speak. A tefillah like that comes from a different place. The pasuk even indicates that the reason Hashem takes bracha away from us once He already gave it to us is because we don't appreciate it. If a person does appreciate the rave call, all that Hashem gave him. And with that appreciation, he's asking Hashem, please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I appreciate how much you've done for me. I appreciate the bracha. Please don't take it away. It's much more likely that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will leave it by him than it is that he'll get something which he doesn't have. He's asking for it, maybe he doesn't deserve. I was thinking about it today because the was Rishkodesh mentioned. And the Rishchayosh mentioning begins with a list of bakashas. 
נירצנו לפניך השם אלוקינו, שתחדש עלינו את החודש הזה, לטבע ולברכה. The new month should be a month of tova, should be a month of bracha. We should have chayim aruchim, we should have shalom, we should have parnasa, health. And I was thinking it's a bakasha, but really for Baruch Hashem, things which we can say we are really zeichet to. The previous month was also a month of chayim, of bracha, of tova, We're all in peace here. No one is missing food to eat. Everyone's healthy. It's a bakasha HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make the next month a continuation of what you gave us in the last month. We appreciate the bracha that you give us in the Chodesh Ketavis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please don't take it away from us in the Chodesh Shvat. That's a tefillah to maintain the bracha Hashem has given us. That all those brachas that we zeichet to, we fortunate enough to have on a daily basis. Baruch we're grateful for it. And our tefillah is, don't take it away from us. Until now, Hashem, your racham has always been with us. You never let us down. And therefore we can ask, You'll never abandon us in the future either. You've given us bracha. You've given us so much. Atfilis, don't take it away from us. I think that's also the difference between the first part of the Rosh Chodesh Benching and then the second part. That's asking for something which hasn't yet happened yet. Something which is still going to happen. The Hashem will redeem us from Goddess and bring us back to Eretz Yisrael. That's asking for the future. But also, asking for the future in the context of you've done this before. HaKadosh Baruch we know and we remember how you saved our forefathers in Mitzrayim. You took them out of slavery. You brought them to Eretz Yisrael. We're still grateful for what you did for them. We're still reading the Pashas of the Torah about it. We still have Pesach. We still remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim on a daily basis. And therefore we can say, that same middle that you bestowed on the Jewish people, them to free them. The same way, you should redeem us again soon. Because one can ask for something one doesn't yet have. And maybe it'll be zeich and maybe not. But to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, maintain the bracha you've already given us. That's a much more powerful tefillah. And with that principle in mind, let's go back to the Midrash we quoted before. If Shimon Ba'yachai saw a couple who came to him, been married for 10 years without children. Had they davened for children? Of course. Had they tried every scholar, gone to the curse for 40 days, said Zephyr to hit him? Of course. 10 years is a long time. 
And yet they davened and they tried and they pleaded and they cried. And for whatever reason, Hashem didn't want to give them children. For whatever reason, they were asking for what they didn't have. And therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu, for the reasons of his, his answer, Hashem is reason sometimes why he says no. Rav understood that. And if that's the case, he didn't think there was anything more he could do by that. So to speak, the tefillah for children, for this couple, would have gotten met with a negative response. And therefore, Rav Shumbaychai thinks of a different solution. The halacha is, like they knew too, that if a person is married for 10 years without children, they should get divorced. They should remarry. How would they feel about that? About having to part company, say goodbye to each other, when they'd lived together, been together for 10 years. What Rav Shemba Yechai wanted, he said, make a siddha. Sit together as a fasted meal. And hopefully, the result that is going to be, each one is going to feel, I don't want to get divorced. We have such a good marriage. And if that's the case, the tefillah is going to change. And it's not going to be, please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, give us a child. It's, please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, don't make us lose each other. We had such a good marriage. Please don't make us get divorced. Because now, now they're not davening for something they don't have. Now they're davening to keep something Hashem already gave them. Hashem gave them each other. Hashem got them married. Hashem gave them good shalom vice. And if they're now going to daven, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, don't take it away from us. Don't take it away from us. Don't make us have forced us to get divorced. Don't make us lose the bracha you already gave us. That's a different fear. And that's a fear which is answered. And if what's necessary in order to keep them together is that they have a child, so they aren't mechir to divorce each other, the Hashem gave them the child. That's the oymek of the Midrash. A person is looking for something he doesn't have. He can be crying, he can be davening, he can be trying everything. Sometimes Twitters aren't answered. Akadosh Baruch knows why. But if one reframes and looks to daven for something that he has, Hashem, you've already blessed me with this. Don't take it away from me. That's a much stronger tefillah. The idea of getting divorced with the Surah's Mitzvah is they should feel close to each other. They should feel we don't want to get divorced. We want to stay together. And you see, they felt that so strongly that even when the lady was offered to take something back with her to her house, what do I want to take? I want to take my husband. I don't care about the candlesticks, about the jewelry. Oh, that's where I wanted them to be. Because now if you're going to daven, it's not davening, forgive us something we don't have. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, don't take away from us what you gave us. Allow us to stay married. We appreciate what a valuable gift that is. 
what a big matani you gave us. Don't take it away. And if the way not to take it away is that to give you a child so you aren't mechir to get divorced, that's what happened. That's what happened because of the tefillah which was answered. And that's a powerful lesson for us too. Because the person naturally thinks of things he doesn't have. And the focus of his tefillah is what he doesn't have. And what he wants and hasn't been given. And maybe tefillahs like that will be answered and maybe they won't. Before that, we need to look at the things we already have. I mean to say, HaKadosh Baruch thank you for all the good you've already done for us. Thank you for all the good we've already received. And then we can ask, please don't take it away. Because that's a tefillah which is much more likely to be miscarried. When you come to every area of Rosh Chodesh, and we daven, that the next month should be a month of Tayyab and Bracha, Chaim Aruchim, Chaim Shal Shalom, Chaim Shal Tayyab, Chaim Shal Parnasa, Chaim Shal Chilat Satsamas. Think, we're not asking for things Hashem's never done before. We're not asking for an extra that we haven't got. We're asking for things Hashem's already given us. And we should thank Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, that the last month was the month of Tovah and Bracha and Chaim Aruchim and Shalom. And therefore we ask you, HaKadosh Baruch don't take it away from us. Because Hashem, your mercy is never around that. We can always look, we can always look forward to your, your being there to save us. We reframe it by in the terms of Hashem, we appreciate what you gave us. Please don't take it away. That gives a new kayak, a new dimension to the efficacy of our